I wish you could all see how happy Ivy I'm looks dying. right now. Everything about it is terrible, and I it's like a train wreck, and I'm so excited, and I want to watch it right now. This is the happiest I've seen you in months. Uh, my depression is cured. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Ivy. And, uh, we're back. I never feel like I'm saying a real word when I say my name. Is that a weird thing? No. I feel like when I go to, like, the pharmacy or anywhere where I have to tell them what my name is, I feel like when I say Ivy Decker, it doesn't sound like a name. It just sounds like, ah, ah, It just sounds like sounds. Mahoy Manoy. Um, We should say before we get going here uh, that you can always send us an email or a message on Facebook or tweet us or Instagram message us. uh, Anything that you think that we could be doing better or if you have any suggestions for any of our segments or you have any questions that you want us to answer in the new question and answer segment, uh, you can always uh, shoot us over a a message. Also, if you want our episodes sent straight to you every Monday, subscribe to us on iTunes. Yep. Or just keep checking our pages because we post the episodes. Whatever you fancy. Yep. Uh, that's sleepingsituation at gmail.com. Uh, sleeping situation on most uh, social media platforms except for Twitter. It's sleeping sitch. Tweet at us. Vote in our polls. I always forget to do them on Fridays, but they're around the weekend usually. The weekend polls. Yes. So, what's up? A bunch of stuff is up. Um, most notably, I went to a rock and roll concert. Rock and roll. Uh, I went and saw the band Royal Blood in Pittsburgh and had a good old time. I watched the Royal Wedding. You watched the Royal Bloods. Yeah. Uh, I stood much too close, and it was much too loud. That is how a rock and roll concert do. Yep. Uh, Mike Kerr had a broken foot, and now it turns out he has laryngitis. Uh, So you saw him just in time. Just in time. Well, I mean, his foot was already broken. Uh, But it it was a pretty good show. They played literally all of the songs that I was hoping to hear, and by that I mean they played almost all of their songs. Royal Blood is a uh, an English band, and they are a bass and drum duo, which is pretty uh, not Hip. common. Yeah. But they got a lot of cool stuff. Check them out. They have a new album out. I guess it's not so new anymore, but it's been out for a minute. Pretty cool. Played a couple songs I hadn't heard yet, because I haven't purchased the newest album. Uh, they're on the radio at work all the time, so I... I've heard most of the songs there. Um, I'm glad you had a fun time. Yeah, it was good. I had to drive to Pittsburgh, which I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of Pittsburgh as a place. It's. It, I've been worse places. Uh, it's almost as bad as Cleveland. It might be worse than Cleveland mm. as far as a place goes. In fact, I can say it's worse than Cleveland because the traffic and the uh, the highway there is ridiculous. You just keep going down. And it never stops going down. Right. And here's the thing. Once I was all the way down in Pittsburgh, I went down even more to where <laughs> this place was. It's called, It's. it was at Stage AE, which is identical to Express Live. 
Ugh. hurt me to say that. I hate it. It's the LC Pavilion. What used to be the LC. I sound like my dad. Do your parents ever do the thing where they're like, oh, go up to this store. And you're like, what? And they're like, oh, that's what it was in the 70s. And yeah, then, something like that. Yeah, so I have to know the names of what the place used to be in order to know what my parents are talking about sometimes. But I'm we're now officially doing it every time we talk about the LC. It's, it is the LC, though. Yeah, but they changed the name. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. No, they. I've decided that they didn't, and so has everyone else in Columbus. So good. It's only out of towners that call it that that don't know any better. Okay, good. Um, yeah, if you haven't checked out Royal Blood, though, uh, one of my favorite bands right now. They're just awesome. It every time I listen to them, I was like, I don't need to be in a band. All I need is a drummer and an octave pedal. That's all I need. You have both of those things. I do. I think about it all the time. Um, so, uh, at work this week, work is exciting uh, because everyone left, and I am in, I am left to do all of the things by myself. Yeah, but you are going to prove your worthiness. I hope so. Also, everything is broken. <laughs> I, I made it... Now, let's think about this for a second. What is the common thread here? <laughs> I know that's... Everyone leaves and you break everything? No, actually, everyone left and then everything broke. That's not a likely story. Not related to the fact that I am the person that is there the most this week. <laughs> uh, my my The two managers at the store are out on business. Uh, one is in Las Vegas at a Yamaha thing and another is in California at a Fender thing. I know it new Fender stuff is. <gasps> I'm excited. You have to hush. He told me today. You have to hush. I know what they're making. Uh, if you recall from last week's episode, our air conditioning was broke. Uh, they fixed it. Yay. And now it's like 50 degrees out and we don't need it. A mysterious they came and fixed it. Uh, the repair people. Repair man, 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 man. Um... They fixed the air. They also, for like a minute, they had this big crazy snorkel thing hooked up to our window. Yeah, it was like the Nunu from the Teletubbies. Yeah, that's exactly what I like thought it was. Uh, it was like a giant thing, but it had a snorkel, and he taped it to the window. Uh, Ray was not a fan of that. Uh, mostly, I think, because it went where she normally gets in the window, and it was harder for her to get in the window. Yeah, she almost smashed another hole in the side, the other side of the blinds. Yeah, she mostly just screamed at me a lot. Like, how would you let... Why did you let this happen? How dare you? <laughs> she was saying, my life is over. Yeah, she was not, not a fan of that one. Um, <clears throat> last night, we went to the Earthquake Devices Pyramids launch party, which was, a, which was a neat time. Uh, got to watch some demos. Uh, I'm so mad I didn't win the raffle. I thought for sure you would win it. I thought for sure I would win the raffle. I, uh, I, I win everything. Got to meet Jamie Stillman, which was pretty cool. Uh, I was real nervous, and I was probably like, hey, man, I want to like your pedals. Um, I don't do well meeting, I guess, famous people. I don't know if he's technically famous. He's famous in my world. I would say I to you, kind yeah. of. He's kind of a big deal. Um... Also picked up some B-stock pedals. Discontinued stuff. Super cheap. Sing me more songs of your people. Um, basically, I, I purchased one and got the other free. That's how cheap they were, in case you were wondering. Bogo? Bogo. Um, picked up one for a coworker. 
Uh, that's that was that was good. And Matt bought me a pin. I bought you a pin. I figured if I was going to spend two hundred dollars on myself, I should at least buy you something. Um, you didn't have to tell me the amount. That's how much they are. They're not cheap. I was looking at more today, and I was like, I think Stop. I, I think I have a problem. <laughs> Incorrect. There's one on eBay right now. I wrote reverse about. and yield. <laughs> Um, Back it up. But that was a lot of fun. Um, my other band, Not the Lowsiders, uh, is on Instagram now. Go follow Hollow Rogues on Instagram. Hello. H O L L O W R O G U E S. Hello, Rogues. Hello. Hello. Um, we stopped at our favorite record store, Square Records, the other day, and I picked up some dope finals. Uh, picked up the new Courtney Barnett album. <coughs> um, I also picked up a copy of the. That was a suggestive cough. You scared the microphone. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, microphone. Uh, also picked up a copy of The Bird's First Record and Odds and Sods by The Who, and I found a copy of Then Play On by Fleetwood Mac, which is not easy to find. Um, I've never seen one. So we had to snap that up. Yep. OG Fleetwood Mac. Peter Green. Lord will be proud. Yeah. She's a huge Peter Green fan, which makes me love Lord all the more. Um, also, I love Lord. Yes, she's the greatest. Um, my band, The Low Siders, is playing Buzzbin this week, and that should be fun. Um, the fabulous Three Siders, or what do, I, what do I say, a rare appearance of the Three Siders. Again? Again. It's not rare anymore, then. That's nah. two in a row. Yeah. Um, so that'd be cool. And we're going to the Canton Blues Fest on Saturday, so that should be fun. Hopefully it's not 90 degrees like it was the last time I was there. I think it's going to rain. So we're going to have to see. Okay. But we'll have a fun time. Yeah, that'll be fun. Will there be food? Yes. I'm only going if there's food. (laughs) Uh, The only other things that are going on are I'm mostly over whatever thing that I had. The plague. Cold. I think it. I think I had a virus or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. You did not go to the doctor. Nope. Um, also, I split my thumbnail. Right. Like down. Kitty. Hey. 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 We didn't pay attention to the cat for too long, and see, she starts scratching things. I split my thumbnail like down the middle, and it keeps getting caught on stuff, and it hurts real bad. I did that once, except it was with a very big knife. <laughs> and also it was my thumb along with my knife. Are you comparing my tragedies, Ivy? Yep. That's It's a competition. <laughs> Ivy, what's going on with you this week? What's going on with me is that basketball's ruining my life. Uh I'll just say it. If the Cavs don't suck, the refs do. <laughs> and that's about what we've learned so far. Uh, I think the next game is on Thursday, so me and Nate are probably going to be watching it on his phone. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure it'll be on. Well, I guess that's probably true. Anywho. um, So, yeah, if you didn't catch all that drama, there was some very shady refereeing going on in game one. Things that people have come out, who knows what's legit and what's not, but, like, supposedly... Like, refs around the world are like, this is not something that should have happened under any circumstance. They have probably been paid. 
Um, who knows? I, I don't trust that the finals aren't fixed at least a little bit because they literally always, every series goes to seven games. Mm-hmm. That's not an accident. Every series goes to seven games. Because they don't make as much money if they don't. I just gotta say, uh, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Who are they gonna let win this year? We'll find out. Uh, however, uh, I've decided that the J.R. Smith debacle is almost worth it for the memes because <laughs> there has been some great A content to come out of that. That picture is like burned into the inside of my eyelids forever. If any of you have no idea what I'm talking about, I understand because <laughs> I almost don't know what I'm talking about most of the time. This is the only three weeks out of the year that I watch basketball. So, moving on. Uh, today's my parents' anniversary. Aww. When we're recording this. Happy anniversary, 25. Uh, they're in Florida. They went on vacation for the week. And uh, they drove down to Key West today, which is the southernmost part of the continental United States. It's, like, out on a tiny little island off of Florida. And there's, like, a highway that goes over the ocean so you can get there. So that's pretty neat. Uh... It seems like they're having fun. On the way down, my dad sent me a picture of where they stopped to eat, and they had gone to an Arby's and then parked in the parking lot by the dumpster. And he made a post about how they were having a romantic dinner by the dumpster. So when he posted (laughs) tonight that they were in Key West for their anniversary, everyone was joking if they were going to eat somewhere fancier than the dumpster. (laughs) He's also been sending me lots of pictures of lizards and... Uh, I guess in Key West there are roosters that walk around everywhere, so I oh. got some rooster pictures. Guy playing a steel drum. Lots of fun, islandy stuff. Neat. So I hope they're having fun, and it should be a good time. Uh, you gonna take me to Key West for our 25th anniversary? Mm, if it's not underwater by then, sure. See the roosters? <clears throat> They'll still be there, I bet. They'll learn how to swim. They'll evolve. They'll get gills. <laughs> Another funny story that has nothing to do with anything is that I asked Matt's mom for a taco salad recipe that she happened to be making at the moment that I asked her for it. That was just a funny circumstance. She said, like, it's what's for dinner tonight. And I was like, I'm glad I asked you. I'm glad I asked you why you already had it out and ready. It's, so a, that's uh, funny. it's a summer staple of the Warner household. Taco so I salad. guess I guess I had a good chance of catching her on the right night. But yep. still. So that was funny. And uh, everything else is pretty much the same with me. I'm writing like a crazy person. Yay. Uh, new comedy piece should be up on my blog by the time that you hear this. Um, we're podcasting fools. And the final thing is that we are finally at the point in watching The Office where I'm starting to have dreams about it. Good. Uh Usually, when I get really into a TV show and watch too many episodes, I have lots of dreams usually centering, or usually centering around my boyfriend from the show. Definitely had gym dreams last night, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it happens to me, and I can't control it. I've had Ben Wyatt dreams, I've had Nick Miller dreams. It's all fine. Don't even worry. They're not even, like, steamy. They're just like, we are in the same place. <laughs> Sometimes they are, like, cute and romantic, and the other times they're just like, he is here. Anywho. So, I think that means we either need to stop watching that show forever for my own health and safety, and or watch all of the rest of it in the next week. I vote the latter. We shall try. We're in season three now. 
which is really where I think the show starts hitting its like the best strides. I mean, season, I mean, it's so good right now, but also season thought, one is a bit of a not it's as weird. good. Yeah, yeah, and then season two is pretty good. Season three, they're killing it. Like <laughs> all of the best episodes are like season three and four. I think. I am excited. I'm not excited for the end part. I don't know. It's so good, though. Well, the very end, but isn't there some stuff before the end that's, like, not good? It 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 runs out of steam a little bit. Yeah. We'll have to do a review. A review? Tweet us if you want us to review The Office, because I know all of you have seen it at least four times by now, and I'm the only person on the planet who hasn't, Dave's, because I've been yelled at for it for many years. Dave says they've watched it, like, five times. Here's the thing, is that everybody says that, and that is such a long show. Mm-hmm. There's like ten seasons, right? Mm, I think there's like eight. Oh, I mean, that's still a lot. Yeah. That's still a long show. It's not like saying, I don't know, what's something that's a couple seasons. Uh, It doesn't matter. Anyway. I mean, I've seen all of How I Met Your Mother twice. I've seen that's like ten seasons. New Girl like three times. How many is that, like Seven. Yeah, we still, haven't wa- we still haven't watched I the know, end. I know, I know. We weren't prepared. Dave asks me every week if I've if well, we watched it yet. Every time we ask, one of us doesn't want to do it, so maybe this week. I know. Uh, well, now we're deep in the office. Yeah, but we need to take a break. Uh, no. Make it more special. I want to watch New Girl, and you never do. I want to watch it. Then why do you always say no? Because I want to watch The Office. <laughs> <laughs> So this week, we have just a couple more trail-off questions from our good friend Holly. Thanks a lot for this huge batch of questions to hold us over. Uh, We're going to start with favorite movie, 500 Days of Summer. If you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life. But is that different from your favorite? For me, it's not. See, I don't know. I mean... For some people, I see. I bet it could be. Yeah. I mean, I might have to go with Holy Grail. Like that Monty might, Python? Yeah. It's so Your favorite good. movie? It's this is something so you've good. never said to me before. If I had to pick a couple, I mean, Citizen Kane is tremendous. But is it your favorite? It's, it's cliche or to say that. Or do you just that. know that it's good? No, it's really good. And I love but it a I, lot. But what I'm saying is there's a difference between good and your favorite. Is... Do you still think it's your favorite? Let's be honest. It's probably Star Wars. <laughs> if if I had to watch one movie forever... Star Wars is a lot of movies. Which y- one? Yes, that's how I win. No. Which one? <laughs> the quote, Star Wars, unquote. What? A New Hope. Okay. Number four. Well, see, that makes a difference. I don't like that it's A New Hope. I wish it were Star Wars. Hey, Disney... While you're busy making money, re-release the theatrical versions of the original Star Wars trilogy, and I will throw money at you. Do do we have an an understanding? Disney, the nerds are prepared to give you more money, which is the reason that you're in business. Nerds. Yeah, I don't know. I we're not going to do this. Podcast will be three hours long if we start down this road. Favorite slash most frequently visited website? Probably YouTube. I probably agree. It's it's a wealth of uh, nonsense and really important videos about important things. 
And honestly, I probably like watching live performances of bands and concerts and stuff. That's probably what I do on there the most. I follow a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Various. Some are like blogger type people. Some are like most are that kind of person. But anyway, I enjoy like following along with those people's videos and vlogs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I probably spend the most time on YouTube. Any website that has TED Talks about mental illness, and then I can directly go to Can You Burn a Luigi Board. Uh, that's the site for me. I also spend at least 40% of my time on YouTube watching Vine compilations. <laughs> <laughs> and videos that are like the yee. <laughs> like dumb. Just dumb. I'm not sure if we've mentioned this is important. The original correct YouTube poop of the Kermit the Frog magic box has been re-uploaded. This is important. The world is right again. Everything is worth it. All the turmoil in the world right now is worth it. Also, that's... That we live to see that video go back up. That's really funny. The original Dislike Sesame Street skit might be funnier. Yeah. I actually think I like the original better. Yep. Just the normal one. It's tremendous. The height of comedy. Everyone has to go home. <laughs> the medium has peaked. And one more question for today is, where would you most like to travel together? Also, where would you most like to travel on your own? I don't want to travel anywhere on my own because I'm afraid. <laughs> um, together. It, I, I mean, it might be, I think I have a different answer. I know where I want to go. I know the place I want to go the most. Is it like but I don't know Greece? If it, yes, it is. Haha, you mean? Um, but what what city? I don't know. Santorini. Okay. Where you like climb all the steps and the buildings are all white. Okay. That'd be neat. And the beaches down there. I would like to go. I mean, I think London would be cool. We can go to London together. I will take you there. Show okay. you all the things. I'm an expert. Venice, Did you know? Venice would be cool. Yeah, I also think Amsterdam is cool. Hmm. Apparently the whole city of Venice smells like fish, though. Well, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, where I would like to go by myself is on a train trip through Scotland, but, like, not a, like a, I need, like, a steam locomotive, and I'll sit in, like, an old-fashioned car where there's just, like, one, there's, like, rooms, and... Like a, like a box. Yeah. And Box just, car. like, sit there, and I'll smoke a pipe and read Moby Dick and just travel through the Scottish countryside. Have you ever considered, don't read Moby Dick? <laughs> All right, I'll read something. <laughs> Dickens. I just, I don't know if it's worth 20 pages about all the uses for whale blubber. <laughs> because that's what you got to get through. I mean, I have... I a, don't care if I, I ever read Moby Dick. I have a copy of it. I just haven't read it yet. I really don't care if I ever read it, to be I also honest. haven't touched my Mark Maron book in, like, two weeks. Touch. Touch. Okay. Did you get it? Yep. That's it for question time. Uh, thank you, Holly, for sending in questions. And if any of you want to ask us anything, can be weird stuff like that, can be random, can be advice, anything you want, send them in. So what's next? Uh, next is Ivy's favorite segment. It's time for Things of the Week. Things of the Week. Go! <laughs> Ivy, what? Do it! <laughs> a bop. 
A bop. A bop. Why does that make you laugh when I say do it every time? Because <laughs> I'm always waiting for you to say it, and it's just funny to me that I, I don't immediately do it, and it makes you angry. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy, what are your things of the week? This week, my things of the week include uh, the new single by the 1975 called Give Yourself a Try. Uh, I wrote down, what's he saying? Who knows? But it's new music. Uh the charm of the 1975 is that there is a steep learning curve to understanding what Maddie's talking about at any given time. But uh, the song is, uh, it's a banger, but it's also a slow jam, which is like the greatest combination of things I can ever imagine. How dare you? I am so excited. <laughs> they're, they're putting out like two albums. It's going to be great. Oh my God. Two I'm, albums? I'm dying. <clears throat> yeah, they have like two albums to put out oh. that are ready. That's what I heard him saying on the like in a BBC interview the other day. I don't exactly understand, but I guess there's that all I'm hearing is lots of music from the 1975 and I scream. Ice cream. Uh, you scream. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> My voice didn't go as low as I wanted it to. My next thing of the week is another new single from another band that has my heart, The Backstreet Boys. <laughs> have a single out called Don't Go Breaking My Heart, which one... Don't, I don't Go Breaking My Heart. Yeah, I don't like when songs are named things of songs that already exist, but it's actually a really good song, and I like it a lot. Uh, would recommend to fans and non-fans alike, because I don't think it sounds that much like, you know, it's not I want it that way. Let's put it like that. Um, my next thing of the week is Netflix. Thanks for being there. My next thing of the week is mugs, because I've had a sore throat, so I've been drinking lots of tea, and it's fun to have fun mugs, and life is too short to not have lots of fun mugs. We have lots of fun mugs. We need more mugs. I almost bought an Earthquaker mug when we were there, and then I was like, we have too many mugs, and now I regret it. And now we don't have enough once you get home. Yep. Yeah. And my final thing of the week is a video I saw today that quite frankly changed my life. Uh, I'm going to have to share this so that everyone can see, because all I can do is describe, and I don't know how widespread viral this has gone yet. There is a like local news segment from uh, a station called KUSI in San Diego, and I saw this today on BuzzFeed, and people on Reddit dug it up from like a month ago, and how it goes is this. They have their, like, meteorologist standing in front of a bouncy castle. And he's... I, I don't even know if I can do this justice. But basically, there's, like, a family fun park. A fun fair, if you will, going on. Krusty Krab fun fair. <laughs> I'm getting out of breath because I'm so excited. <laughs> so he's standing in front of this bouncy castle, basically. And there's all these people that are, like, volunteers to work the event there. This guy spends about a minute and a half trying to make a joke that the anchor back in the studio w is ruining because he's trying to say, when you hear inflation, don't you usually think that's a bad thing because money? He's trying to make that joke for a minute straight, and the guy on the other end is, on the other end is like, no, inflatables, like a bouncy castle, it's fun. And he's like, no, no, uh, uh, George, no, I mean, I just, don't you usually, when you first hear, and he just keeps going instead of just letting the punchline go. And that's not even, that's not even it. Because then he starts asking these people the weirdest questions in the world. He phrases it as, what kind of fun are you going to have today? And no one knows what he means by what kind of fun. So the first person says, lots. 
And the second person, he doesn't repeat the question or anything. He just moves the microphone to another person. And she says, we're helping. (laughs) Moves it to the next girl. And she's like, I didn't hear what you said. And then he keeps trying to ask people and no one's saying anything. These people obviously aren't prepared to be on camera. Mm -hmm. And somebody goes, bouncing. (laughs) And And then this guy, there's they do this bit for no reason. And he says they need to say the magic chant. All of this happens within the span of like three minutes, and I can't even believe it myself. <laughs> it's more awkward than I'm making it sound. He makes them say, like, one, two, three, abracadabra, let's see what we see. And he makes it up off the top of his head, you can tell. And then this guy pops out of the bouncy castle, dressed as one of the inflatable flailing arm tube men, and they go, it's Mr. Wacky. And Mr. Wacky is the only person with a goddamn bit of sense in his head in this entire video because he actually says sentences that make sense. And he talks about, like, we're just out here with this free fare to, like, have families have fun, but it's a man in a suit that you can't see him dressed as an inflatable flailing arm tube man. And he has, like, a surfer voice. And then the meteorologist asks him, are we all going to be inflatables today? And Mr. Wacky tries to save it, and he says, do you want to be inflatables? Because that's not a question that makes sense. And then everybody, he tries to make everybody wave, and 90% of the volunteers are just standing there staring, like, what is happening? I just, that's the whole thing. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and I couldn't look away. And then there was a poll at the end of the article that said, um... What kind of fun are we going to have today? And the two options were lots and helping. (laughs) And helping was winning. (laughs) I can't get over it. I can't get over it. I'm going to be thinking about Mr. Wacky every day for the rest of my life. Things of the week. I wish you could all see how happy Ivy looks right now. Everything about it is terrible, and I it's like a train wreck, and I'm so excited, and I want to watch it right now. This is the happiest I've seen you in months. Uh, my depression is cured. <laughs> That's what did it. Mr. Wacky. <laughs> oh my gosh. So hey, Matt, what are your things of the week? Uh, My things of the week? I have lots of music rep. Uh, I have lots of music recommendations this week. Sing me the song of your people. Firstly, Death from Above, live at Strombo's house. Who? Uh, it's like George Strombopolis. I think that's his name. <laughs> Strong bad? No, Strombopolis. Strombo. Strombo. Um, Stromboli? He's like an interviewer guy in Canada. I think... But he, he does concerts in his house. Okay. And Death From Above did one, and it's so good. Uh, they cover Helter Skelter. It's pretty sweet. Um, look that up. Also, I literally wrote this on my Things of the Week twice. That's how good it is. <laughs> that I wrote it, and then I forgot that I wrote it, and I wrote it again. Uh, Chicago, live at Tanglewood. Specifically, 25 or 6 to 4. It's probably the greatest guitar solo anyone has ever played ever it's it's so good r.i.p terry kath also beat club concerts um there's a a tv show in germany called beat club and they did a bunch of rock and roll concerts in the 60s and 70s and there's lots of really good performances on that also 
If you're a rock and roll fan and haven't completely indulged yourself in the first two Black Sabbath albums, what are you doing with your life? They're so good. Um, also, one of the more underrated bands ever, James Gang. Really great. Only three albums. They're from Cleveland. It's Joe Walsh. It's great. Uh, also, the song Overtime by the band Nowhere. They look up Overtime Nowhere live band sesh. A banger. Um, also, the song Eminence Front by The Who uh, might be my favorite Who song. Who? Who? You're not, you're not supposed to have a Kenny Jones-era Who song as your favorite Who song, and it might be my favorite Who song, and I feel a little bit bad about it. Shun the non-believer. It's really good. Um, also, old school effects pedals. Uh, really cool. Um, like old fuzz clones and finally a couple instagram accounts that you should check out uh band memes 666 all like band related memes um there was one the other day that ivy mentioned before the uh is this a whatever is this a bird meme that one uh but it was julian casablanca's head and there was a, a cover of the is this it album and he just says, is this it? Is this it? I laughed so hard. There's another one, you know, that's like the lady that's, uh, there's like the, always the four frames of her thinking really hard and there's like math over top of yep. it. Um, there was one that it said like, when somebody says you had a really sick set and then doesn't ask to borrow your amp. And it was, it was that, but it was, her face was a fuzz face. <laughs> and the little smile was turned upside down, so it's frowning. It's so funny. They use they put the fuzz face face on like everything, and mm-hmm. the little, the frowning one is twice as funny as the regular <laughs> fuzz face. Um. Also, uh, the one that I was trying to remember last week but couldn't remember uh, is Merc Works, M E R C Works. Uh, funny little comic strip kind of things. I like Instagram comics. Also yeah. look up Katana Comics and Sarah Anderson. Those are all good. Yep. Things of the week. Bop. Uh, right now, I'd like to introduce a new segment, and it's a mini segment, and it's called Quick Thoughts with Matt, and it's going to be quick. So here we go. Uh, thought number one. I saw a truck and for a trucking company, and they were hiring, and it said on the back of the truck, you should be in our truck, and it felt like a threat. Number two. The fancy hand dryers that blow the air really hard, the correct pronunciation is Lurator. And number three, the hierarchy of beers as far as sophistication goes is draft can bottle. Quick thoughts with Matt. Bop! <laughs> no, you don't get to bop my new segment. Beep. That's my new segment. I'm going to try to think of funny little things to say every week, and it's going to be a quick like segment. shower thoughts. Yeah. Mostly when I'm driving and it's like I'm super tired. Traffic thoughts. Traffic thoughts. Traffic thoughts with Matt. Nope. It's quick thoughts with Matt because I have to say it really quick. (gasps) Okay. Uh, Now it's time for the situation review. And we're doing another album review review this week. And it is the much anticipated newest release from one of our favorite peoples, Courtney Barnett. And the album is called Tell Me How You Really Feel. And boy does she. Courtney Barnett, in case you don't know, is an Australian singer, uh, rock and roller. Uh, This is her second full-length album, um, but she put out two EPs. Uh, Her first two releases, I should say, were EPs. 
Um, and you can find those on the album A Sea of Split Peas. That's what it is. Yeah. That came out in like 2011. And then, and then her first full length album is called Sometimes I Sit and Think and Sometimes I Just Sit. Uh, much recommend both of those albums. Absolutely 100% worth your time. Um, so this is this is her second LP. I bought a copy on vinyl at the record store and haven't listened to it yet. I listened to it on Spotify and I felt kind of stupid. Well, you could have. I guess I could have. So, Ivy, overall impressions. Uh, my overall impressions are that it's so well done that it sounds like they're just jamming with absolutely no effort. And that's <laughs> what I love about it. It's not, like, overdone in any way. It's, it sounds to me like you're, like, in somebody's basement mm-hmm. hanging out, and they're like, I wrote some songs, and I want to show them to you. <laughs> that being said, it's also really cool because most of the songs are very much like a wall of sound, and I feel like they're very, like, full arrangements, but they're done in a way that feels super, like, punk's not the word, but, like, the kind of, like, not caringness of punk. I also think this is a super good album for summer, and I also think that I like this album a lot because it is it shows a lot of her sweeter side, but there's still so much like grungy sounds underneath it that mm-hmm. it's like a super cool layering of those two things or even like juxtaposition of those two things. Mm. And I feel like a lot of the songs themselves are making the point that you can be both of those things. What did you think? Um Overall, I I had the opposite impression. I think this album seems a little more polished, uh, a little bit cleaner, uh, a little fancier, nicer around the edges. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, still very Courtney Barnett. I mean, there's no question in your mind that this is her. But it, it seems to have lost some of its quirkiness. Um, mm, and- hard disagree. In, in favor of writing slightly more accessible songs, like instrumentally wise, it firstly seems a little bit darker, a little bit, uh, maybe not darker. It seems a little more grown up than maybe some of her I'd other stuff. Uh, definitely the songs are more complex, I think, before they were kind of just jangly, chordy kind of rock songs. There's definitely more riffs in this one. Um, songs like, uh, City Looks Pretty has this complete mood and time change feel in the middle of it, Mm -hmm. which is not something I, I don't think she's really done before. There's a lot of range in her songs, song to song, but as far as that drastic of a change mid song, I don't think that's something that she's really done for before. Um, also... I'm going to screw it up. It's crippling self-doubt and a general lack of self-confidence, I think, is in like 6-4. Like it's a really, it's like a mixed time thing. And it changes, um, it changes in there, which is, isn't really something she's done before. And there, there's definitely a lot, there's more like, let's play a riff together kind of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was also a couple more like background vocally things um, it, it, like, it, it, like I said, it seems a little bit trimmed more around the edges than some of her old stuff. Older. I would agree with that. So what are your pros? Uh, the things that I liked the most were 
so I'm like a melody person, and I thought that the melodies were like much more of a leading thing on this album than the others. Uh, some of her other songs are a lot more uh, like rhythmic rather than like melody, which I don't dislike, but I liked this one went a little bit more on the melody train. And basically, almost every song on the album is a jam. It's not too crazy, but like you kind of want to sing along, and there's like lots of energy, um, but still with some like laid-back qualities that just make you feel good. Mm -hmm. That's not to say all the lyrics are terribly feel-good, but the songs themselves <laughs> are very feel-good, and I like that contradiction. Um, and I'm, I'm positive that was very purposeful. There's a whole song about being scared to walk around by yourself. Uh, <clears throat> coming to my next point is that that was probably my favorite song. Yeah. For the reasons that I mentioned earlier, it has this warm sing-songy part in, like, the verse. It's called Nameless Faceless. Yes. Um, the verses are sweeter, but then it goes into this darker part in, like, the chorus-ish, mm -hmm. I would say. I like the modernist thing of media that um, the form of it reflects the content, so... She's singing about, you want to feel bad for these creepy dudes because they're sad, but also she says the line, like, men are afraid that women will laugh at them, women are afraid that men will kill them, mm -hmm. is the chorus. Uh, I want to walk around in the park in the dark and, like, not be afraid, mm -hmm. is the point. It's scary to be a woman. Newsflash, everyone. Um, the, there's a line that, that repeats a couple times. She says, like, I keep my keys between my fingers. Yep. And I was like... Okay, that's kind of a... And then I was like, I realized oh, actually what she's saying, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Also, that song had my favorite lyric of the, the whole album. Would you like to hear it? Yes, I would. It is, I could I could eat a bowl of alphabet soup and spit out better words than you. Yeah. I was like, ah, that's uh, so good. Um, so, like, what she's saying is, I want to be happy, I want to have these experiences, but also I'm scared to do these things, and that's kind of like the two sides of the of the musical arrangement are doing that same thing, disguising that happiness, the the scary stuff underneath with, like, the happiness mm -hmm. over top. And I just think that was, like, that's, like, art mm -hmm. to me. And I think it was super cool and super well done, and it really spoke to me. So awesome. So clever. Uh, my other favorite song was Help Yourself. If everything else on the album is a jam, this one is a groove. Um, it's kind of, like, plinky. There's, like, cowbell or something, and there's, like, very... It almost sounded like synth, but I think it's still guitars. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just... It's it's sort of about being positive, and, like, you have bad days, but, like, you have to find your own happiness kind of thing. Mm. So I just really liked the groove as it rolls along, and I also liked the message. Uh, hopefulness. Great titles. She's so good with words. Um, it starts super slow, and I, like how it kind of led into the more up-tempo stuff. Mm -hmm. And I also thought that uh, I'm Not Your Mother, I'm Not Your Bitch was awesome because there's a little part of me that, like, this song stands out and I in almost not the right way because it is 1,000% angrier than everything else on the album. But at yeah. the same time, I'm like, get you a girl who can do both, and I like that she's angry. Mm -hmm. So I don't exactly know how I feel about it, but I like the song itself. I don't know how it fits on the album. That's how I feel. What were your likes? I had a lot. I mean, I, I overall, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan to begin with. Um, I like that it seems like she's taking on slightly more complex music. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she's said before that she's like an awful guitar player and knows nothing about music. And so it's like to see her doing some more complex things is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, some really cool lead guitar work in there as well. Um, I'm not sure who plays it. I doubt that she plays it. She's a pretty, but like kind of strummy person. Yeah, kind of mashy chords player, which I'm John Lennon was too, so it's <laughs> not, you know. Um, and again, it, it seems a lot more polished, so there's like guitar parts working together a lot more, I think, which I thought was cool. Um, something I didn't expect, she's singing like way more. Yeah. Like actually singing. Right. And it was pleasant to hear her sing. Yeah, I I tried to make that point. I didn't say it very well. Yeah. Yes. Um, because in a lot of her other stuff, she's more she's closer to talking than singing. Yeah. In a lot of her, it's things. like spoken word over music. Yeah. In the other rhythmic note, spoken word. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's it's not there's not quite melodies in a lot of the stuff, um, but she's definitely singing a lot more and singing higher. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh shoot, she can like sing. Yeah. Like for a while, I I, I kind of thought of it as like. She can't really sing, so she's doing this thing, which is just as cool. Yeah. But, like, now she's singing, and it sounds awesome. I, I kind of think it's it might be a natural progression of, like, she's getting more popular now. She's playing more and more shows. Mm-hmm. She's getting more confident as a, as a musician and as yeah, a singer. that's what I would think. Um, she did that tour with, uh, well, she Kurt did an Vile. album. Yeah, Kurt Vile. Which I can, I can totally hear some Kurt Vile on this as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he hadn't played on a couple tunes. I would only imagine. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like that um, it's definitely in her wheelhouse. There's some, some jangly kind of guitar ones. There's also, like, like it, it seems darker. There's some grungier kind of tunes in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I said that Nameless Faceless was like a grunge indie pop tune, which is really kind of strange. It's- yeah, again, it's it's more complex. You have that that contrast within single Mm -hmm. songs. It's so smart. Um, She's also, like, one of my favorite lyricists. Mm -hmm. Like, she's just so good. She's very clever. Um, And again, this one one seems a little more personal. Um, Maybe a little bit more introspective and definitely angrier. I'm not your mother, I'm not your bitch. I was like, whoa, getting edgy. I like it. But it's so short. Yeah. It's like a minute long. Yeah, and like where the last album was like, I I don't feel comfortable at parties, <laughs> and I saw a cute person by the swimming pool, and I mean I like that just as much. I, yeah, I mean that album is fun. Start. To I think look. it's just like a different side of her, maybe. Yeah. Well, there's the whole song about killing the planet, which is that too. Uh, ba, 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 ba. that's that's all my positive stuff. Do you have any complaints? My grievances, you ask? Your grievances. Do you have any grievances of which to air? Very few. Basically, if I had to pick a least favorite song for sake of something to say, I didn't love the Walking on Eggshells song. It did lose my attention for like half a second. I think it maybe is a little too chill. It just doesn't go enough of anywhere for Mm -hmm. me. I was waiting for it to pick up just a little bit. Mm -hmm. I thought that um, Need a Little Time was a similar song that did it better because it hmm. it picked up I think but it was still really laid back I think this one just stayed a little too laid back for me and my only other dislike is that I think it could have done with another song or two hmm. especially because like a couple of the songs are only a minute or so it's it's, it's a ten songs pretty short 37 yeah. minutes yeah I mean I just I would have loved if there were like 
two more songs on mm. it. What grievances have you to air? Uh, again, very few. I actually disagree. Uh, I think Sunday Roast seemed the most out of place and, and didn't like it that much. I hate saying things and then I, I double back on them and negate what I've said. It seems a little more polished mm-hmm. and it it seems a little more studio made and it seems a little more like uh, a record that a record company would like, which is all good because it makes it a listenable kind of fun thing, but it, it loses some of the awkwardness and the quirkiness that made me like her in the first place, question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if she was going in that direction, all right, take us in that direction. Mm-hmm. But there's some that are still, you know, that they, they sound like they could have been on the last album. And there's some that are, like, way off in left field. And some of them seem like studio pop songs. It's It's just a bit, there was a couple outliers on there that, Mm-hmm. was like, D- this This doesn't seem like her. But I, I like, from what I'm hearing, I like the direction that she's going in. Yeah. I could see her going, like, too pop. Like, getting too polished. I think it would be possible other than, like, her lyrics are too cool for, like, pop songs. Right. But... I mean, even the fact that she's singing more. Yeah. Like, is the next album going to be all singing and, and no just spoken verse kind of things? Like, that would be really disappointing to me. Yeah. So you got a final rating? Uh, I said an 8 out of 10. I said 8.7 out of 10. Good. Very specific. 8.5 didn't feel like enough, but 9 felt like slightly overstating it. I really, really, really loved it, and I will definitely listen to this like 400 times over the next week. Yep. Um, we bought the vinyl. We're going to listen to it a lot. Uh, also because we're seeing her soon, and yes, that we is are. so exciting because we have to learn the songs. I would recommend this album to pretty much anyone. Do you like it better or not as good as Sometimes I Say It? Better, but it's been a minute since I listened to mm. the other one. They're, I think they're so different. Yeah, they, they are pretty different. Yeah. And and again, I I listened to this album once before we recorded this. Um, I feel ashamed that I hadn't listened to it yet, um, but I did buy the vinyl and... Because we bought it from an independent record store, it's a special edition red one, Ayo. which is really cool. I love colored vinyl. I do, too. I have several. Buy records at your local record store. That's your public service announcement. From I'm I'm slightly leaning that I don't like it as much, but I also haven't spent as much time with it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the last album. I don't know if I'll ever like anything as good as Pedestrian at Best. That is a great song. It's so that good. That's probably her best song, but... Uh, Nobody Cares If You Don't Go To The Party is so mm-hmm. good. I mean, Avant Gardner is the song that put her on the map. So all in all, listen to this record or you're dead to us. <laughs> listen to Can ev- we agree? Listen to everything she's ever done or you're dead to us. Review. <laughs> so we've made it to the end, everybody, and it's time for the game. This week we are doing our classic top five and... For this episode, we've chosen kind of a fun one, kind of an out there one. Top ice five, cream! Top five best ice cream flavors. Ice cream! It's the only way Matt ever says that word. It's when Plankton offers oh, yes. Spongebob. He's like, ice cream. I have these two ice cream cones. Would you like But them? I only need one! Yeah. Ice cream! <laughs> that, that's why. Ice cream! 
Uh, I don't like the Patrick one as much. I like. I like the Patrick one. That's okay. <laughs> uh, Where? We should have a meter. We should make note every time how long it takes us to make a SpongeBob reference into every episode. Oh, I thought you like we have to like a quota, like like a charity thing, and we have to fill it up to the top by the end. I'm sure we have already done that. So for this list, I had some criteria that I considered when I was picking my flavors, and admittedly, it took me almost zero time. Uh, I have never had this easy of a time with the top five. But the things I thought about, how much of a treat it feels like, because you don't just want, like, I thought about that it fills you up and satisfies your craving, and I thought about um, if it's good, both cheap and expensive. Because That's a good one. to me, that makes a huge difference in ice cream. It's I'm not like a snob and won't eat cheap ice cream, but it's there's a difference. <laughs> and I'm going to explain as I go along. Okay. I ain't no snob. <laughs> so should I go? You should go. So number five is rainbow sherbet. Sherbet. I like to say sherbet. Sherbet. I, I think sherbet sounds ridiculous. Sherbet. What have you? There's no R in there. There's not, but I don't like it that way. Sherbert. Listen, I'm a Midwesterner. (laughs) It has to have a R in it. Uh, I put it at number five because I think it is perhaps the most, like, refreshing of ice creams. Like, if you're really hot, that's the one that's going to do it for you and not make you feel gross. But um, it's not as rich a flavor. Like, you taste the fruitiness, but it doesn't feel as much like a dessert because it doesn't feel as, like, sugary sweet. It's, like... Fruity, colorful. It's a crowd pleaser, and it uh, reminds me of my younger days because it's what I always got at the Goshen Dairy. Aw, the R.A.P. Goshen Dairy. The one that's in where that bakery is now. The East of Chicago at one time, wasn't that also a Goshen Dairy? On the south side? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't We didn't usually go to that one. My, we that was my, my mom's mom first went. job. Hot take. Uh, rainbow sherbet. Not worth the uh, yellow and green part. Just, like, skip all the bullshit and just buy a tub of the orange stuff. I mean, I'll spoil it and say that it's in my honorable mentions. Uh, number four is cake batter, uh, mm. because it is the sweetest of ice creams. Almost too sweet, and I like things like that. It fills you up because the texture is usually really thick, because there's almost always, like, actual cake and or, like, icing blended into or whatever it is they do. Mm-hmm. It is the thickest of the creams. <laughs> and the sweetest of the creams. But that can be too much sometimes. Uh, My number three is cookies and cream. Uh, That would be like the kind with like crushed up Oreos in it. The Oreo bits are just enough chocolate for when you're looking for something a little bit fancier. Something that's got a little bit of something something to it. Yes, and it's good like when it's like fancy homemade and it's good when it's like from a box. Mm. Number two, you're going to scream but it's vanilla. Here is my reasoning. I'm sorry, the podcast is now over. Listen. Um, I'm moving out. Listen. (laughs) Listen, listen. It's the most classic, obviously, just like the default of ice creams. But occasionally, if you buy the cheap one, it's not good. The super cheap, just plain vanillas taste like nothing, or they taste like ice. The thing about it is, if you have like a decent good one, then it is a delicious. It's also the perfect base for any topping you want, because half of the ones in my list are a base of vanilla with something else in it oh no i know what you're gonna say for number one and i'm correct oh no my honorable mentions include brownie batter the only good chocolate ice cream i will say the most controversial thing in the world that chocolate ice cream tastes fake and i don't like it 
It always tastes like fake Tootsie Roll chocolate that's Phony. not real chocolate. Unless it's like super, super fancy homemade uh, orange sherbet. Red velvet, but usually just for Froyo. They don't usually make that in ice cream. But if I'm getting Froyo, I will it. always get red velvet. I've had red velvet ice cream. It's very good. Have you? I don't know if I have or not. Um, strawberry, always good. Good fallback. And have you ever had Superman? It's like blue and yellow. There's pineapple in it. Is that what's in that? Mm-hmm. I like it. That's that's the magical secret ingredient. Is pineapple? You just changed my life a little bit. The blue is pineapple. That's yeah. what you're telling me? That's the magic secret ingredient in the blue... Why is it blue? I don't know. That's why you're confusing me. It's fun. Blue's fun. But there's yellow in Superman. Why is that the pineapple? Because yellow's banana. Which means that the best ice cream is chocolate chip cookie dough. And I will explain to you why. There's special treats inside that you get to get excited when you find one. It is the beauty of finding that special little nugget that you know is in there, but you don't know which bite it's going to be in. Life's simplest pleasure. But also, they don't overpower the vanilla like some toppings do. You still get the vanilla taste. But whether it's cheap or expensive, the cookie dough makes the vanilla better. So even if it's the the cheap, not as good vanilla ice cream I was talking about before, the cookie dough makes it worth it. This all came to me as, like, as soon as we said we were going to do this list. I knew this. All of this information <laughs> was just like... In my brain. A hole in the ether opened up, and Ivy stepped through it. My third eye into the was truth. just like cookie dough. <laughs> Tell me about your list. My list. Did you have criteria? <sighs> I kind of just went for it. I thought about, again, most satisfying, best flavor, most versatile. That's why vanilla was my number two, because it is the most versatile. I've never had a vanilla ice cream I didn't like. I have. Um, tastes like an ice cube that someone poured milk on. It's like a glass of ice milk is what it tastes like. Listen, you like plain Cheerios? All right, here we go. Number five. And this one's a bit of a wild card curveball, but I stand by it. Strawberry cheesecake. Ooh, I do like that. How good, That's a good one. is cheesecake? It's so good. so good. How good is strawberry? It's so good. Hey, what would be better than putting those two things together? Putting them together and ice cream. A plus, whoever invented that. Probably Ben Franklin, because he invented everything. Again, it's the same thing as like the cookie dough, because you have the strawberry and you have the vanilla, right? Mm -hmm. But then every once in a while... You get a cheesecake. You get a big old chunk of cheesecake. I always put those in my frozen yogurt. Number four, cookies and cream. Mmm. America's favorite cookie. In America's my, favorite frozen dairy treat. They're like you're like, hey, you know how it's super embarrassing to eat like half a box of Oreos? Well, we'll just mix them up and put them in ice cream. No one has to know. It's our little secret. <laughs> I'll never tell. Again, it's it's Oreos and it's in ice cream. Two greatest goods. Indeed. I am your wife. I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. Listen, can we talk for like half a second about how excited I am for the new Incredibles movie? How excited are you? So excited. There's my half a second. Uh, Number three. This is where we differ more greatly, Ness. Chocolate chip cookie dough. (gasps) You fiend. Imagine in your brain Oreo cookies and cream. 
but instead of Oreos, you replaced it with the greatest cookie of all time. Cookie the dough. chocolate chip oh. cookie. <laughs> Basically for all the all of the reasons that Ivy mentioned. Vanilla is always great. There's chocolate in it for contrast. And mm. then every once in a while, you find that magical cookie bit. <laughs> that was a very final space thing of you to say. <laughs> Sounds like something he would say. That's the greatest compliment you've ever given me. Number two. I'm afraid. I make the distinction. I made a distinction here. On very on purpose. It's chocolate chunk. Chocolate chip is good. I would rather have less chips, but bigger chips. More happy little accidents in there? Exactly. It's, it's, the ice cream is already good. And then you find a whole chunk of chocolate. And it's frozen, which is the best way to eat chocolate. I'll fight any of you. If I could put all of my food in the refrigerator, I would do it. It's, everything is better cold. We have technology. Chocolate chunk is great, uh, mostly, and I like it's the contrast, right? Because mm-hmm. you have the vanilla, and then you have the big old chunk of chocolate. Big old chunk of chocolate. Big old. I want a dollar for every time you just said that because I get about six dollars. <laughs> Which brings us to my honorable mentions: sherbet, only the orange. I will eat wow. around the yellow and green to get to the orange. Wow, something that to eat that's round and an orange. <laughs> Ugly. Um, that was that was a crop that Francis. Was, that was that was a deep cut. <laughs> wow, that took a lot of like human innovation and history had to go exactly the right way for that joke to make any sense. Like so many things. I'm so glad. So many people had to be born. <laughs> like <laughs> science had to. That was crazy. Worms and plastic minnows. Also, honey bun, ice cream. What? Yeah. It's cinnamon in ice cream. I don't I just I don't like cinnamon like you do. <laughs> okay. I respect your choices, but I don't agree. Okay. Um also peanut butter cup? Yeah. Why do you hate me? This I mean, your list is your list. I just wouldn't put it on mine. If I could be real specific, I would however put Ben and Jerry's fish food. Is one Isn't that the one with the gummy fish in it? No, it's chocolate fish. They're chocolate and they have caramel in the middle, I think. Do you like the band Fish? Pish? No. Okay. I don't care. I'll throw in cake batter. I forgot about cake batter. It's great. Yeah. You know that adventure time where the deer goes... Yes. That's me when there's cake batter ice cream. (laughs) We should go. There's an ice cream place near here and we never go. I go sometimes. Oh. Without me? I mean, I've been there probably a grand total of four or five times. Oh. I've never been there. Uh, which brings us to my number one all-time ice cream flavor, which is obviously vanilla. The ice cream flavor and which to all other ice cream flavors are built upon. The mother of all ice creams? It pairs well with everything. I guess something I didn't mention is that you can put it on pie or brownies or cake or whatever. That too. I didn't think about that. Everything pairs well with it. It pairs well with everything. Olives. You could put it on pancakes. Oh my gosh, can we try ice cream on pancakes? Maybe. I'll literally instantly have a heart attack and it'll be worth it. <laughs> Maybe someday. Here's a fun thing. Make a cup of uh, English breakfast tea. Put a little mm. drop of ice cream in there. Actually, I've done it with whipped cream. If you do it with, like, Cool Whip. <gasps> so good. Mm. London Fog. London Fog. Yep. It's it's the best tea thing. I I disagree. 
I argue that is it is impossible to mess up vanilla. I've never I, had I've never had a bad vanilla ice cream. I've had a bad vanilla ice cream. I've never had a bad cookie dough. One time, I got a a, a chocolate chip ice cream, mm-hmm. and there was a big old glob of mint in it. Nothing that listen, nothing ever needs to be peppermint ever. Mint chocolate chip. Nope. Mm. Nope. One time, I was at a Christmas party, and there was a big old bowl of M&M's, and I love M&M's, so I grabbed a big old handful and of And it was them. Skittles? No, that's that's almost as bad. Also tragic. Mm-hmm. I grabbed a big old handful, and they were peppermint. Oh. Oh, no. I, I, my life could have ended right there. <laughs> my grandma always buys those candy cane Hershey Kisses Blech. at Christmas time. I eat them because they're chocolate, but they wouldn't be my first choice. Why would you mess with Hershey Kisses? Why would you mess with M&M's? Why would you mess with ice cream? Putting a peanut in an M&M makes an M&M better. There, I said it. Peanut M&M's are better. And so are Golden Oreos. Top five. Ivy, here's a, here's a, a history lesson. Ivy used to pronounce that word Oreo, and then she went to college. And everyone made fun of me, so I stopped. I miss it. I miss when you when you said that. Everybody made fun of me. So I got out of the habit. Did I make fun of you? Maybe. I'm sorry. I miss it now. Maybe I will do it again. She said Oreos and orange. Orange. It's not an orange, it's an orange. It's hard to say it like Kermit like that. Because you went to college and got educated. Yeah, I got learnt. Okay, so that's our top five lists. Uh, keep an eye out for the weekend poll where you can vote to rate who had the better list uh by default i listed vanilla as the top so i win no 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 um you can always send us comments and suggestions and topics for our games and questions to answer in the question and answer time at our email address which is sleeping situation at gmail.com or on any of our social media pages uh sleeping situation on facebook and Instagram sleeping sitch on Twitter. Send us send us game ideas and game suggestions. Do we ask for too many things? I think we ask for too many things and everyone gets overloaded. Alright, so your mission for this week is to send us top five lists to do. Cool. How about that? And questions. And questions for question and answer. Your mission should you choose to accept it. This podcast will self destruct in ten seconds. Do you know what that is from? Or are you just making the reference? I just know that's a thing to say. Okay. James Bond? Mission Impossible. That was my second choice. Sincerely, that was my second choice. That's my dad says that all the time. I mean, Your it's become you kind choose of... To choose to accept it. I feel like it's become sort of a saying. It has. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for hanging out. I'm a communist fool. We don't have Bolly Mascot Vomalade on my planet. That's because you're a communist fool, Ed. Bolly Mascot Vomalade. Feed it to the babies. Bolly Mascot Vomalade. Are they topping on soured cream? Niche references. Goodbye.
I have lots of music rep. Uh, I have lots of music recommendations this week. Sing me the song of your people. Nope, not Dallas. Salad. Yeah, Dallas Range Master. Range Range Master. I'm sorry. Say it again. Nope. 